Welcome to the Gap Church Podcast, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Please enjoy this week's message. Thank you so much, worship team and band. Can we make a noise, a shout right now for our band, for our worship team? Always killing it. Y'all are good. Y'all are good to go. Thank y'all so much. Amazing. One of these days, we're just going to give all of y'all solos <laughs> and just be killing it. Um, can we just uh, lift up a sound to Jesus, to God right now? Is that the best y'all have? Is that the best? That can't be the best y'all have. Is that the best, y'all? Uh-uh. Can we get a standing ovation for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? Come on, 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 come on. Thank you. You may have your seat. Well, thank you for coming through to the Gap Church this afternoon. We are super grateful. My name is David Oluwadaro Fatusin. I'm one of the leaders here at the Gap Church. Whether you're watching online or you're in person, if this is your first time, welcome. Shout out. Thanks for coming through um, to our 11:30 service. Um, we are the gap where we are filling. We are the gap church where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Freedom and the truth. And we've been in a series for the past. Uh, this is our third week. A series by the name of. Can we say it louder? Testimony. Um, and I'm super excited. And it's been amazing. How about how many of y'all liked? Uh, really loved last week. Okay. 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 Who was here last week? Okay, who actually spoke last week? Wow, y'all wasn't listening, were y'all? Who is it? Sister Yinka and Pastor Dio. Okay, cool. Um, and Lelai did a wonderful job last week of facilitating that. Um, it was amazing. And I'm super privileged because I have a, a, a special guest um, today. <laughs> He's already shaking. I don't know why. I, I guess there's like a shyness, you know, when people are guests. It's okay. I understand. Um, we have a special guest today. Um, I have the privilege of, um, of really just sitting down with this amazing, uh, uh, amazing man, um, newly father. <laughs> Um, that's a testimony already. Look at that. Um, um, can we just make some noise as we welcome the Gapway? Can we just stand up and honor um, Mr. Uh, Tayo Adeniyi as he comes up to the stage? Thank you. Thank you. Keep clapping. 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 Thank you so much. You may have your, y'all may have your seat. Thank you so much. Thank you. What's up? Hey, I'm good. <laughs> Welcome to the Gap Church. Thank you so much. It's a um, pleasure. Yeah, thank you for coming through. Um, if, if anyone does not know who you are, who are you? Um, as he said, my name is Tayo Adeni, and um, I'm married. Married to a beautiful wife over there, Kemi Adeni as well. And uh, we recently just welcomed our first um, baby. So it's three months, going four months. So that's a beautiful thing as well. And um, yeah. <laughs> how, do, how, do, how do you do these things? <laughs> how do what? How do you do these things? I'm sure that's what you're wondering. Like, how do you, how do, you do an intro? <laughs> exactly. So, okay. So what else? So should I talk? Um, currently right now as well, um, so I work as a program manager um, on the side and I'll say God has been amazing, um, especially him talking about, I mean, a topic or the series for uh, this month about testimony, right? And I, I just hope and I pray actually, not hope, that God will use the testimony that he does have or he already did 
to bless someone in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much, Tayo. Um, and, uh, today, if you're taking notes, we are, um, we are talking about the title, Walking with God When You Are Blind. Walking with God When You Are Blind. Go ahead and get those notepads open uh, if you have a physical notepad or your, your notes app, the handy dandy notes app. Um, walking with God when you are blind. Um, and, and what is being blind? What is blind? Um, I have some definitions here. Um, of course we know blind is simply, um, if, if you've ever encountered someone that is blind, um, it's someone that is unable to see because of injury, disease, or uh, congenital, congenital, right? Congenital, congenital. You know, I'm not really. My wife is a doctor, so <laughs> uh, congenital? congenital. Wow, congenital. I am way off. Wow, congenital. Um, thank you uh, to the people who are in the medical field. Conge congenital. Wow, it's okay. Condition. <laughs> um, um, but also, blind can be um, lacking perception, um, awareness, or d discernment. Um, and a lot of us may be able, um, regretfully, to be able to say that that's something that we've been through. And so that is what being blind, um, being blind is really. Um, and so uh, there's also, a, like we said, there's a physical blindness. And, of course, there may be a spiritual blindness as well. Um, and a lot of times, lacking perception, awareness, or discernment sometimes comes with the spiritual blindness. Um, and so um, the first thing I want us to realize and understand that sometimes we are blind in our walk with God just because we don't have the vision, right? Like we just don't, we don't have the vision. There's a scripture, uh, Proverbs 29, 18, and I love the message version. It says, if the people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. If the people can't see what God is doing, how many of us have been there? You don't really know what God is doing, so just like, I'm going to just wait around and just see what's up. And um, eventually you end up stumbling all over yourself, right? Um, and so uh, right off the bat, I want to ask you a question uh, because uh, you are our guest today. And, uh, and just from already your intro, there's already testimonies there, yeah. right? Um, but just from any of the testimonies that you want to talk about or just anything in your process, um, in your process of, because this is really about obtaining a testimony, right? right? Um, a lot of us can see the testimony before it happens, right? Right? And so... It's so, it's so easy to see the testimony before it happens, but there's things that happen before you get there. And so um, in your processes or any time maybe you maybe have seen the testimony, you know, your wife is pregnant or maybe there's a job offer or whatever it is. Has there ever been a moment that you maybe said that you were in the process and you really weren't unable to see? Maybe you were blinded by something in your walk in the process. Like you see it, but like then there's something maybe that just like blinds you or throws you off course or takes you a little bit off. Yeah, um, well, I have several, but let me talk about this one. Uh, this one definitely happened, well, recently, as you can say, this year. Um, so, at my place of work, so at first, before um, starting this new role, um, I've been with my company for six years now. Um, but I, and, um, before this new role, um, I was more of like an ops manager, so on the floor, right, operation manager. And um, we definitely know that it's getting to that time. And around that last year, pretty much, I've said, I've given five years, right, um, to working and whatnot. So I know it's getting to that point of time in my life that I definitely want her to, you know, go a different path. Let's put it that way. So during that time, I, I was definitely searching, right? Um, I, I, I worked at a great company, right? Um, so definitely, they also give you the opportunity to go to different roles, you know. 
So in that part, as I said, I was going to, um, I was doing a search. So, and as many of you that, are, that definitely knows, and probably maybe we've talked to one or two people, I'll say IT definitely is a hot cake right now, <laughs> right? IT is definitely a hot cake right now. But for me, pretty much, um, so because I have friends in IT or whatever the case is, and my thinking or my thoughts was, mm, let's try it, right? Let's give it a thought. And thank God, and that's why sometimes you have to surround yourself with people that, as he said, sometimes you might be blind or sometimes you might not see the bigger picture. But because they know where you're coming from, and they know what God has called you to do. And they know or they've seen what, where God is taking you, right? That they're able to let you, hey, they tap you on the shoulder whenever you're wandering off, right? They tap you on the shoulder whenever you're wandering off and like, hey, let's redirect. Let's talk. And that's a beautiful wife over there that I'll say. So during that time, during that time, so we sat down and we talked about it. You know, and she gave a different perspective. And one thing through that process was that while I was looking, so I saw another role, and this role, the, the hiring manager, I've worked with the hiring manager before, and the way God made it work was I thought definitely, hey, we call something loop, right? Loop, sometimes loop, you can go for, 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 um, through four interviews or whatever the case is in order for you to get to the next level of your role. The way God made it happen is when I spoke to the hiring manager, hey, I just wanted to get more information about this role. Um, you know, do you mind let us talk on phone or something? Like, yeah, oh, cool, cool, cool. Um, let's do that. And it was funny that he said, hey, let's talk the next day. He was driving and we just chatted for probably 10 minutes. And before I knew it, I was like, hey, don't worry. You're getting that role. I'm going to make sure you slot you in into that role. And the way that happened, I'm like, I just kind of looked. I spoke to my wife. I'm like, wow, that's how God works, Right? I don't know if I went through the other route that I was taking, hey, IT, AWS, whatever the case is, you know, I, I don't know what will be or where I'm, where I'm, where I'm actually going to be at right now, right? But all I can say is getting that role, from that role, I can say that my, not to brag, my salary increased twice already in a, in a, in a year, right? In a year. That's, that's dope. I don't know, like... The only time you get salary increases only maybe during reveals, right? Uh, yearly reveals or whatever the case is, and that's if you're performing. So that's one of the testimonies I'm going to share to your question. Thank you so much. I love that. Can we just hand clap for Tyler right there? See, if you don't understand, okay, if, if you're just joining us like for the first time or like you, have, you missed a few weeks, this is testimony season. So whenever somebody says something that you want, you got to grab it. You got to grab it. We've talked about it. You just grab it and tap into it, right? Okay, so we got, we, we're in a grabbing culture right now. <laughs> grabbing the testimony culture right now. <laughs> um, I love what you were talking about because I think you literally just like unraveled something really, really briefly that I want to go into. You, you, you were talking about who you surround yourself with. And um, when you're walking with God, right, um, it's, you're, not only are you walking with God, but there's people who are walking with you in your spiritual journey, right? And so you were talking about um, how important it, w it was for them to shift your perception. And I, and I love this scripture because uh, Proverbs 13, 20 says, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of a fool will suffer harm, right? And so I think it's amazing, and I think a lot of times 
it's really easy for us to get um, wild. Like in the first service, we were talking about like, you know, maybe we're blind by emotions or anxiety or something. And I think what you just said was that's so powerful is that like when you have people who know your calling, know where you're supposed to be. You didn't just say like people that just walk with you. They know where you're supposed to be, where God has destined you for. Like when you have people who know where God has destined you for, they can give you a perception aligning to like where God wants you to be, right? That's right. Right. And so I, I think that that's something that we can take note of is that even when, even when we're walking with God and maybe we're, we're like wrong, we're just looking somewhere else, it's important to know who is surrounding you and knowing that they're connected to God and they know what the call upon your life is. That's right. And for us, our responsibility is to make sure that we are sharing with the people around us what is the call of God upon our life. Yeah. Let me just add to that. Uh, man. <laughs> If you really have friends and that you cannot share things with, question it. Question that, right? Just question it. I think that's just the word. Just question. If you really have people that you're, you know, you're hanging with and you cannot really share deep meaning, meaningful calling, whatever it is, goal, purpose, vision, or whatever the case is, question that. Question that friendship. That's so good because I feel like we're so used to, 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 to sharing goals, five-year plans, or oh, desires, visions, and jobs, but we're never trying to share what God has called us to. <laughs> True. Just let that sink in. <laughs> like, we, 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 we're leaving that in the back. That's, that's something that we're just going to, you know, oh, wow, I saw you singing at a church. Girl, that was... You know, it was just a one-off thing, you know, nothing crazy, you know, just, you know, just, you know, I just serve a little. <laughs> um, but we never want to share what God has, has put in front of us, what God has destined us for, to do. <laughs> and definitely with that, what you just said right now, sometimes it limits or hinders what God is about to do in that person's life. You don't know. You don't know you just sharing, hey... I'm part of the choir at church. You don't know. Maybe the, there might be a day, hey, the person might just say, do you, can you send me a, a track or whatever? Like when I might say, you know, a playlist or whatever it is that they just need to edify themselves. So I just wanted to add. That's good. Thank you so much. I think it does limit, it, it limits perception. And also it leaves you in a hard place when troubles come. Because when everyone around you does not know your purpose, they can't give you purpose-driven advice. They're going to only give you like, bro, it's okay. Just keep on going. Like, it's all going to be good. You know, take, take, bro, you know, oh, just take that job, bro. Like, no one really gets that job in our, in our industry. That's right. And, but when they know your assignment, that's like, maybe your assignment is that you're supposed to be, start your own company and, and God is going to use you. They'll be like, bro, don't take that job because I know what you told me. Correct. There you go. I know what you told me that there God go. said that God told you to start this business and, and you're, you're taking a shortcut now. That's right. By, by taking the job because it pays more and it seems good now. But I believe because of what you told me, God is setting you up to start your own business. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And so I, I, I love how you said that. that. That's, man, some bangers right now. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> um, so let, I want us to address the blindness real quick um, because there's a scripture that, um, that came to mind here. Um, when, when Jesus was going up uh, and, and, of course, Jesus gave the disciples after... Um, as he, after he arose, he gave the disciples that, hey, wait in Jerusalem and, and the spirit will come, you know, and you'll receive power, et cetera, et cetera. And so Jesus is going up, and what happens is that the disciples are literally left looking up at Jesus like this. 
wow. And it, it takes two, he's like, <laughs> and it takes two, um, two people that the Bible says um, were, were dressed in white to say, bro, what are you guys doing? Like, snap out of it. Snap out of it. And, and, and that's because it's almost like a reminder, like you were saying, that there's people that you have to put around you that will remind you what your assignment is, remind you what you're destined for. And so addressing the blindness, um, how do we deal with the blindness? Because it's inevitable. We have emotions. We're humans. I mean, I want us to be very honest and be real that Jesus himself has encountered times where he could have been blind praying and saying that, oh, if you could take this cup of wrath away from me, that is a potential blind side that's like he's feeling the weight and he wants to take the easy way out, right? So how do we, how do we, how do we deal with the blindness? What, what are some things that you think? How can we deal with the blindness? <clears throat> so, um, and to kind of get back to that, I'm going to share a story as well. Um, so to part of the introduction, I'm the first of, I'll say five, the first born. Um, while I was growing, I, I grew up in Nigeria, came down to the United States. I'm the only one in the United States for right now. Um, <clears throat> my parents were back in Nigeria. There's something I've always dreaded. And I don't know my, as many of you, pretty much, you know, being the first born is to shoulder the weight. Talk about it. Talk about it. Shoulder the weight <laughs> of being there for your family. Um, so, uh, going to work, sorry, going to school and all that, you know, hey, you know, talk to my parents back home and all my siblings back home, like, yeah, tired and stuff like that. And sometimes I try to shy away from that topic, but there was, there became a time in 2017, right, that my daddy passed away and what I was shying away from definitely came. I mean, it could have but it came soon. I'll say probably maybe it came soon or whatever the case is. So then I had to find ways to, to, to shoulder or find whatever it is. Definitely either trusting God, right? That's another one. I'll say trusting God will be a way for you to, to definitely repurpose or to help you through. You know, whatever um, it is that you're going through, whatever it is, if it's when it comes to your question, I'll, I'll say trusting God. Okay, that's good. Thank you so much. Trusting God. Yeah, trusting God is definitely one because I think it's, it's hard to, I think sometimes we don't understand that. Yes, we, when we can't see what God is doing, it's definitely hard to trust. But at the same time, we need to trust when we can't see. Right? Yeah. And another thing I'll say is, I don't know how many of you have done this. Um, I, I've done it before. Just, have you tried... And we thank God we all have sight, right? Have you tried closing your eyes and just trying to take a couple of steps, how dreadful it is or how uncertain it is because you, you just don't know if you're going to misstep, if you're going to hurt yourself or if you're going to stumble, if you're going to fall, right? So in that being said, that is how, you know, we just have to be blind. In order for God, and, and there's a part in the Bible that says that God, Jesus, took the children of the Israelites by the hand and took them to their promised land. <laughs> if you're not ready for God to take you by the hand, if you're not ready, it's going to be a long journey. If you're not ready. And that way it comes in place that there might be some things that you're leaning on 
that because you're holding too much on it, and God say, hey, son, hey, daughter, trust me. Trust me. But because you're holding on to that security or whatever the case is, God is going to take it away from you. God will take it away from you. And I, I think for me, I'm in, in that path, I'm in that life, or I'm in that process right now that God has taught me that, or he's teaching me that, and I'm going through that. Like, hey, bro, trust me. Trust me. And one thing I'm going to add to it is, you trusting God doesn't mean everything is going to work out. But one thing is guaranteed, it is going to be well with you. There will be peace. God will see you through. But that doesn't mean if you lost something, you will get it back. But what God wants to see is you pleasing him through that process of trust. God, all God is seeking from me, from you is to please him. And that is just by trusting. And that doesn't mean you're going to get what you're praying for. That doesn't mean you're going to get the material, whatever it is, material thing, might be a house, might be a job, might be an investment, whatever the case is. It doesn't mean that you're going to really get it. But all God is seeking is just you trusting him through that process. Trust, that's all. That's so good because I think what sometimes we count as loss, it's actually gain. That's right. Like yes. what, we, what we count as loss is actually gain in the eyes of God. Yes, it is. Um, because like you're talking about, through that process, it's, it's almost a thing where when we are relying and trusting on God only, mm-hmm. we're going to lose those things that we were trusting on before. That's I remember right. I mentioned this in the first service that a lot of times when people are blind, they usually use a cane. Mm-hmm. And so what, like I was asking, what, what have we made our cane? like what we're depending on, right? And so a lot of us, we're going to lose those things that we were depending on instead of God in the process when it comes to trusting God. Because if something, it's amazing how we're literally, you know, the the worship was singing, um, let all other names fade away. Because the thing is that there's other things that we are depending on and we're leaning on. And so what we count as lost and now finding ourselves to trust on God, it's really a gain from the real outlook of it. It is, it is. And I'm, I'm going to share this, and I said this part of my life, just for some of you to learn, and thank God for wifey. Um, so when I said God is taking me through this, or um, this is a process in my life that, that God is trying to make me to understand. So for me, it, it's cool. There's nothing wrong about that, you know. Uh, for me, and we talked about security or whatever the case is. For me, I definitely, you know, I've been working hard or we've been working hard. We've, we've had savings or whatever the case is. You're investing or whatever the case is. So for me, I, lo- I love investing or I'm investing or whatever the case is. Um, so, but through the process, and I, I can't count one or two or three or whatever the case is, that God has taught me that actually, I, I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about ten, thousands of dollars that God has Literally, just because, I think for me, because maybe we, we, we lean too much on money for security, right? Or we lean too, too much on, yeah, money on security, pretty much. Let's put it that way. And through that process, I'm like, okay, hey, there's nothing wrong about, you know, trying to better yourself or whatever the case is. But, um, so for me, during that process, me just losing whatever, you know, losing it during the process of me trying to invest or whatever, losing, and I, I'm not talking about, you know, maybe 500, 1,000, I'm not talking about even $10,000, I'm not talking about $20,000, I'm not talking about $30,000. Please don't catch that one. No, no, don't, don't catch don't it. Don't catch that one. <laughs> I mean, it keeps going, but, but for me, <laughs> Take it. during that time, man, 
you, do you know how, how hard it is? Like, hey, man, you know, you already have that saving. I'm like, yeah. Once everything kind of, you know, settles down, you know, I have a plan, you know, we're going to do this X, Y, and Z, you know. And it just goes. And you're like, wow. You step back. That time, I'm not going to lie to you, it shook my faith. And I'm like, God, wow. One, one or two days, I didn't pray, but all I could do was just praising God. Like, just, I was just listening to worship music. And that's all because for me, it kind of shook me. And I'm like, then later on, and I'm like, okay, where else can I go to? Who else? Okay, yeah, God did. Oh, well, it happened. Things will happen. It happened. It makes us question. I'm like, okay, what else can I do if not to go back to God? Like, yes, God, I understand. There's something you're trying to teach me. What is it? Lead me. Guide me. Yes, I've lost this. And I'm st- today I'm still praying for this restoration of it. But, but however, it doesn't mean that, hey, God is going to restore. But I think God is just, for me, God is just like, just trust me. Right? Sometimes, even though, yeah, you have that material thing or whatever your security is, you have it. But God, all God has been telling me is, hey, bro, Tyler, trust me. Not because you have this, not because you have a home, not because you have a car, not because you have a good uh, bank account, not because you have a good work, uh, a good job, or whatever the case is. Like, just let those things be the secondary things, and let me be the primary. That yes, because I have God, I can make you through. Yeah, I just wanted to add that. Thank you so much. That's so good. Thank you so much, Tyler. Um, I think some points I have here. If you want to write down these, for um, addressing. The blindness as well. How do you deal with the blindness? Number one, Tyler even mentioned it, understanding your assignments. Understanding your assignment. Understanding your assignment is so important because um, understanding your assignment gives you um, an understanding of why you're in the position you're in. Um, if, you, if you are in a, an assignment to, how would I say this, maybe to reach a certain group of people that struggle with lust, and now you're being blindsided by all sorts of fine dimes. <laughs> understand what your assignment is realize that with the assignment is going to come some things that are going to try and take you off and so um and then like with what he said having people around to remind you what your assignment is because there's going to be voices that may come in around you there's going to be things that are going to distract you but if you have people around you that can remind you of the assignment that's important um number two what do i have i have survey survey what's around you whenever you're blind you cannot see you have other senses and so you have to think like Feel what's around you, you know, uh, 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 I guess smell what's around you, lol. <laughs> um, but be, if you, if you, you have to be able to know what are you standing on? What is your foundation? What am I standing on? What part, what season am I actually in? Not even just that, but like another point I have here is that you have to pray and seek. I love what uh, Tyle talked about that, you know, we, we have to be able to seek the hand of God, honestly, because a lot of times when you're distracted and you're blind and, walk, and you're trying to walk with God, sometimes when you lose sight, he may still be walking. And so we have to seek and find the hand of God. We have to, we have to seek. And, and I was saying this in the first service that like a lot of times God is calling out, calling us to a greater standard, calling us for more. And so it's going to require us to actually seek and have faith and go and, and, and go towards him. You know, but um, those are some those are some of the things that I have here. Uh, of how can we address the blindness? How can we deal with the blindness? Um, another thing, of course, that comes with with um, with walking with God and being blind is the fact that there's a lot of fear. The fear comes in. Fear is such a, a pivotal thing. Um, the scripture I remember uh, 
uh, Matthew 14, uh, 25 to 31. You can read it when you get home. Matthew 14, 25 to 31. Um, it's, it's when uh, Jesus is walking on water. Uh, Peter realizes that it's Jesus, and, uh, and, and Jesus is like, all right, come through. And Peter boldly steps out of the boat and starts walking on water and then realizes how, how high the waves are and is now afraid and, and, and sinks. And the thing about it is that a lot of times we have to realize whenever we are kind of off track and wherever we're walking with God in this process, we have to realize that a lot of times the feeling of fear is going to try and come before we get faith. Like the feeling of fear, the voice of fear is going to try and jump the gun before we can find our faith. And so we have to find faith in this situation because that's a question that Jesus asked Peter. Like, do you not have faith? Like... Do you not have faith? He's not saying, why are you scared? He's saying, do you not have faith? Because even when the voice of fear comes in, faith is what overpowers it, right? Right? And so you also talked about this as well, and I want to highlight this, the importance of trusting God. Um, I love the story of the woman with the issue of blood because not only did she do a faith gesture, but a trust gesture. Not only did she do a faith gesture, but a trust gesture. And I think it's one of those things where she had to go through, the, the, um, through the, the process of realizing that no other thing could heal her. That's right. The amount of money she spent. And here's the thing. Whenever you're blindsided and you're trying to depend on certain things, it's going gonna, it's gonna to run you dry. <laughs> yes, yes. You're going to you're, you're gonna go every single mazes and then you're going to be right back to the, to the start and realize that, oh, so I'm supposed to, it's just Jesus. <laughs> and so we have to realize that like what she did was, like I said, not just a faith gesture, but a trust gesture because she realized, I, I love the scripture, uh, the, the Passion Translation says, it's Luke 8, 47. It says, when the woman realized she couldn't hide any longer, she came and fell trembling at Jesus' feet before the entire, this is after she got healed, before the entire crowd, she declared, I was desperate to touch you. Then she says, it's Jesus, for I knew if I could just touch even the fringe of her robe, I would be healed. Mm. So not only is it a faith gesture, but it's a trust gesture. She trusted that, oh, he has healing power. I trust that me just touching him is going to be all I need, mm -hmm. right? It's just a trust gesture. And so um, a question I want to ask you, um, because like I was saying, a lot of times um, we have this situation where we're walking with God and we can see the testimony. And so we, we even can develop faith. Correct. Um, and... When we see the testimony, a lot of times we deal with counterfeit testimonies. And I'll explain it. We see the testimony, but there's counterfeit options that can give us the testimony, but it's not really God's choice. So it can be a job, yeah. right? I mean, I don't know. Before I even go into it, do you, do you, what do you think? So um, I, for that question or your um, perception on that, it is right. I think, especially when God, when God has something great in store for us, that's when we see those counterfeits, as it was saying. Because the thing is, the enemy is trying to take that joy, because there's always a joy at the end of the tunnel, or there's always light at the end of the tunnel, which relates to joy as well. The enemy presents different options or different um, alternatives for you to be able to pick. You know, and those things, yeah, technically, if you choose it, yeah, you might, when it comes to job, at least the, 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 the testimony that I gave, when it comes, yeah, you probably got something solid, but the thing is, does it really, is, at the end of the, or is it really going to give you joy 
you know, at the end of it. So that's why it's very paramount that, you know, while you're going through or while, you know, you've seen that picture, actually, let me rest. Whenever God has, even whenever you see the picture or whenever you've seen the end goal, that is when we really need to be more vigilant. That is when we really need to be steadfast. That is when we really need to not wander off. We should be very, very sensitive to our surroundings, be sensitive to the things you take in. So when I say things you take in, not because you swallow or whatever the case is, through our senses, highs, people you allow into your life, uh, things you hear, right? Um, Because those things easily, easily is going to, create those doubts oh yeah there's nothing wrong about let me choose option two when god is saying choose option five oh there's nothing wrong about oh yeah i'll get you know i'll I'll get what i'm looking for let me choose option three because we've allowed or we're not steadfast we've get off from where or what the picture or the promises that god has called us to yep that's good i just wanted to say this real quickly comparison affirms blindness I was just thinking that right now. Comparison affirms blindness because we sometimes think that our process will always look like somebody else's sometimes. Mm, that's right. And, you know, even as you were saying, like, there's certain things that we may hear, we may see, um, whether on social media or from friends, that can affirm the positioning that we're in when really we're not, like, that's not what is for us. And so if you are distracted by something and you're out of, out of the will of God just a little bit and you hear something that like, oh, yeah, you know, during my process, I kind of went through something similar. And you hear that, you're, it almost affirms and you're like, okay, I think I'm, I'm doing the right thing then. Oh, take this job because, you know, honestly, for, for, your, for your age and for, you know, your, um, your, your, your degree, this is kind of like the, the, the standard. So that makes sense. But really... That may not be you. It sure. may not be for you. That's like, right. You, everyone has a unique yes. assignment, a unique, like, a unique path. Yeah. And so when we compare ourselves to people and compare our processes to people and compare the way people get their testimonies to the way we're getting ours, it sometimes can affirm a blindness within us. Yes, that, that's true. And that's why we, we have to be very careful to that. Um, <clears throat> because when you compare, because, first of all, Okay, regardless of our flaws, regardless of your shortcoming, one thing I want you to understand is you're unique, and that's you pointed it out. We are all unique individually. We are all unique. So that is why, please, we should not compare. Um, do not compare. Yes, your friends might have it good. They might have it in a specific way or whatever the case is. But in what or where God is taking you to, there is something greater there is something that's already prepackaged just for you. Just for you. Because your friend is here right now and you're here doesn't mean that once you get here, you're going to have peace of mind. You're going to have that joy. You're going to have that rest. Because one thing also is in good things, there might not be rest actually. And the things that are, you see, oh, this is good. There might not be rest in those good things. And that is why, you know, there's some things that are very sweet, especially when you taste it, right? Um, so let's say condiments or whatever, um, sweet and sour, you know, maybe sweet. Yeah, definitely, but it's very sour. It's because it's not everything that is sweet 
that definitely is going to give you the taste that you're going for or the taste that you're trying to derive or the taste that God wants you to have. So let's make sure we're very, very, very um, cognizant and very, you know, make sure that we're not really comparing ourselves to um, whoever or your friends or whatever cases. Thank you so much. That's good. Last question I just want to ask you. So you, you, you're now able to obtain your testimony, right? Um, and you've, maybe you've gone through this process where there's, maybe there's been fear, anxiety, comparison, so many things that have, you know, emotions maybe that have like blindsided you, and now you finally, you have your testimony. Does, does that, because I believe that there's always gain and sometimes what we lose, right? And also there's always a lesson in our process. Does that, does the process like um, teach you to steward your testimony differently? Does it make your evangelism stronger? Like how, how does your faith and walk change knowing the process that you went, to, went through? And then also, are you able now to, to learn from what made you blind or where you may have been blindsided to, and now foresee it in the future now if it tries to come up again? Yes. Um, so when it comes to, when we talk about, and that's one thing, uh, when we talk about the testimonies, right, I think it's very important for us to also highlight the process, how we got to our testimony, because I might say, yes, I'm making good money, but do you really know the process? Do you know what it took me? Do you know the sleepless nights? Do you know what I've sacrificed? Do you know what God has taken, right, away from it? <clears throat> So the process is very important when it comes to testimony. The process is what shapes you, molds you. The process is what makes you who you are. Sometimes, yes, the testimony might be the result of the process. So the process is actually the important thing in a testimony, right? The process is the important because, yes, you've attained this result. But through that process, God is taking you to another testimony that is even way higher. Just because you understood the process, you stick with the process, you went through with the process, now you have knowledge, you have experience, and you can say, yes, because of this, I can stare, I can help one or two people, I can help people to kind of you know, guide them to whatever, whatever they're going through, pretty much. And to your second question, just rephrase that again for me real quick, the second one. Yeah, so the second question is that when you now see the things that may have blinded you mm -hmm. or blindsided you, now when you are past and you're now walking, you're walking into something else now, yeah. is there like sensors now and are you, do you, are you like trying to make sure that you're able to, to see what are those things if it's coming up again? Yes. So um, there's something that also I'm going to admonish everyone. Always make sure you write down your testimony and your process because it's going to help you to that. It's something you can fall back to because sometimes we, we, we get caught up with things that are going on around us and we lose sight of, wow, I've gone through this before. And because you've gone through this before, it's going to help you in the next stage of testimony, whatever the process is. So that's why, so for me, I'll say, Whenever God has shown me this, God is directing me to this, and I'm seeing those skills or whatever it is that oh can easily point me to a different direction, I go back to God. I go back to God to verify. I go back to God to to get how am I going to put to get a re 
reconfirmation. Is this really what it is? Yes, X, Y, and Z. So um, just as I said earlier, trust, I have to make sure, okay, hey, because trust helped me in the um, earlier stage of my first testimony, let me trust. Yes, this is looking good, but let me keep going. Let me keep going because God is going to guide me. Um, also, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, right? Um, the first part, okay, the Holy Spirit told me, let's say, hey, go this way because, hey, I'm not listening or whatever the case is. I'm like, ah, it's fine. Let me just jump into this. Um, I'm able to now say, understand that whenever the Holy Spirit guides me, whatever option or whatever cue he gives me, that I should hold there onto that. Because I don't really want to miss that cue again. I don't really want to mistrust. Um, I don't really want to compare. Maybe if it's comparison during that time. So those things, because I've gone through that process and I'm able to go back to my testimony and review every day because, hey, our testimony is also a way to kind of worship God, especially like, God, you did this, you did this, you um, saw me through this process. So it helps you, it reminds you, it helps you to be grounded, it helps you to, be, to, to, to concentrate, it helps you not to lose focus, uh, pretty much. Thank you so much, that's so good. That's so good. I think the last thing I just want to say is that like, what you said that's so powerful is that like, I don't know about, I'm, I'm terrible at math, but um, I don't know about like algebra equations, right? You know, whenever you're graded on an algebra exam, you can have the right answer, but your teacher cares about the process to get the answer. And sometimes you'll lose points because the process wasn't right, even though the answer was right. True. And so I think that like, like you said, testimonies, it, it's not just necessarily like the testimony, but it's the process to get the testimony that's important because that's where the refinery is, that's where the teaching is, that's where the um, burning off of those old habits where God is really trying to do something. And if you, if you don't document your process, if you don't pay attention to the process, you'll lose the whole point of the actual testimony. That's right. Yeah, and so that's just what I want to say real quick. Can we just give a hand for uh, Tyle right now? Um, and, and, and Tyle, just before, just before you go, um, I just, wanna, just wanted you to pray for us, you know, um, because... Uh, God has done so many things in your life. Um, you are, of course, all of us are living testimonies, but I know God has done some amazing things in your life. Yeah. And you've spoken about so many things. Um, I mean, you spoke about friends, uh, having people in your corner that understand your assignment and your destiny, um, talking about trust. There's some people who here are going through that who may are not really able to trust God. Yeah. Um, and so I just want you to pray for, um, for those watching online or here in person and just pray for them even as um, you shared um, just aspects of, of how God has been faithful in your life. Yeah. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you um, because you are God and in this time, in this season, you have something that you have promised. You have something for us, Lord. But Father, we pray first of all, Lord, we pray for the spirit of humility that we will humbly surrender to your calling, that we may humbly surrender to that which you've called us to, to understand the process, to understand the process, to, to key into the process. Guide us. And another thing we pray for, Father, is strength because we need strength. It's not easy. It's not easy, so we ask for your strength. We ask for your grace, Lord, that you will give us the strength, the grace, Father, to hold on tight to you, Lord God Almighty, when the world is saying yes, but you say no. To hold on to your yes when the world is saying yes and you say no. To hold on to your no, Father, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Most of all, but Father, we pray, Father, Lord, that through it all, Lord, that you will help us to learn to be steadfast, and Father, Lord God Almighty, that we will get to where you want us to go to in the mighty name of Jesus. 
And Father, Lord God Almighty, we pray that our testimony, nothing will steal our testimony away from us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, Lord God Almighty, have mercy. That's another thing, Lord. Have mercy. Is there any way, Lord God Almighty, we have sinned in any way, Lord, we have fallen short? In any way, Lord God Almighty, we have even failed by just doubting, by not having faith, we ask for mercy, Lord. And we pray, Father, that you will increase our faith in order for us to understand, to go through and through it all at the end of the day that we will have all cause to glorify your name and we will receive our testimonies, O Lord, to the glory of the Lord and to the shame of the enemy. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Amen, amen. Can we just make some noise for Tyra right now? Thank you for tuning in to the Gap Church Podcast. We hope this message blessed you. If you made that choice to give your life to Christ, congratulations, we celebrate you. Don't forget to text SAVED to 817 817- 382-2244. Again, text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Thank you so much and have a blessed week.